Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on real news. Happy Friday. Happy New Year. I am your brother. I am your host. My name is James, the Black Conservative Patriot. Appreciate you being here. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, I bring you the news and analysis based on truth, facts, and a love for the Constitution and support for Donald John Trump and, if you will, MAGA and the America First agenda. If you haven't already, please hit the like, share, and subscribe button. It seems menial, it seems small, but it really does help us out. Let's get into the news uh, this Friday uh, to end out the work week. Uh, We will be having uploads for you over the weekend. The news doesn't take a break, and we're not going to take a break either. All right, so I I reported earlier this uh, morning, not everyone was interested in knowing what was in President Trump's tax returns, but we are a news program and we must report the news whether we like it or not. Well, the Democrats may not be liking what is coming down the pike because of this. Republicans uh, in the minority on the U.S. House Ways and Means Committee declared today that there will be uh, there, that there had been no legitimate legislative purpose for the Democratic majority to release Donald Trump's tax returns and they warned that they may regret it sooner than they think. It was the first time Congress had ever obtained and released the federal tax returns of a private individual. Democrats claimed that they needed the returns as they considered future tax legislation. But the former president argued in court, all the way to the Supreme Court to no avail, that Democrats were overstepping the separation of powers. Today, the committee released six years of Trump's returns from 2015 through 2020, In a separate 17-page minority report, the dissenting Republican minority pointed out that Democrats admitted they had no legislative purpose for releasing Trump's taxes. And I quote, Most importantly, the committee's majority's action set a dangerous new precedent. It is apparent from the proceedings that the committee majority set out with the goal of obtaining and establishing, excuse me, of obtaining and publishing the former president's full tax returns, everything everything since then has been a search for a rationale or justification that will be acceptable to the courts. So once again, this is the old, uh, show me the man, I will find the crime, I will show you the crime. They wanted to go after President Trump. They wanted to get his tax returns and release them. Everything they did was to try to find a justification to the courts for that purpose. There was no legislative purpose for it. Um, Committee Republicans are are not focused on whether the former president should have made his tax returns public, which has been tradition, nor are committee Republicans focused on the accuracy of those tax returns. That is for the IRS to determine in the ongoing audits of the former president. Committee Republicans are concerned that this politically motivated action unleashes a dangerous new 
political weapon reaching far beyond the former president and overturns decades of privacy protection for average Americans. Going forward, the new precedent is that the chairman of the House and Ways Means Committee and the Senate Finance Committee have nearly unlimited power to target and make public the tax returns of private citizens, political enemies, business or labor leaders, or even Supreme Court justices. No party in Congress should hold that power. Totally agreed. The bottom line is that they do it to President Trump, a multi-billionaire. What stops them from doing it to you, to me, or to any Joe Schmo out there? No individual should hold the power to embarrass, harass, or destroy a private citizen through disclosure of their tax returns. But the committee majority has demonstrated that the tax writing committees do have that power. And unfortunately, the Supreme Court upheld this action by the Democrat House and Ways majority. After nearly half a century, the political enemies list is back in Washington, D.C., and the committee's actions in December of 2022 will unleash a new cycle of political retribution in Congress. It didn't have to be this way. Despite warnings about the long-term negative consequences, Democrats moved forward anyway. This development will simply make our politics more divisive and partisan. Even Democrats will come to regret this, and they may regret it, regret it sooner than they think. Folks, do you think that the Republicans are just going to go, okay, now this this is okay. Then now we want to see Nancy Pelosi's tax returns and make it public. Here is the sad reality. The Republicans now can go after their political opponents with this same tactic, but they won't. Put your opinion down below. Do you think the Republicans should fight fire with fire and play dirty and nasty like the Democrats? Well, here's what's going to happen. Put me your, give me your opinion down below. You see what I did there? Asking you to engage with my episode helps me with the YouTube algorithm. But I am genuinely interested in seeing your comments on this. So here's what's going to happen, folks. Nothing's going to happen. The Republicans are going to rightfully, I think, take the high ground on this and say, look, um, two wrongs don't make a right. And this is one of the ways that the, 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 the Democrats and the Marxists get away with it. First of all, they're backed by the Uniparty, so they're, they're backed by even their uh, their Republican comrades masquerading as conservatives. But also, they are shielded by the fact that we are not going to, you know, when I say we, I mean our, our supposed representatives in the Republican Party are not going to stoop to their level. And they're also, so they're not going to do the same things they do, and they're also not going to go after those who, who did wrong. In other words, they're going to get away with it like they get away with everything else, and they will continue. We will not see the Republicans releasing the tax returns of other people because they're, they're going to label it, and I think rightfully so, as unnecessary political uh, persecution, and they don't want to be in that business. And because they don't want to play dirty, the Democrats will continue to crush and smother Republicans because they do play dirty and there are no consequences for their actions. All right, folks, Epic Times uh, today is talking about the uh, upcoming uh, health crisis in America. And it's not exactly what you think. America is facing a health crisis and it isn't made up of bacteria or viruses. Instead, it's an impending medical insurance meltdown. There is an expectation that as of January 11th, an estimated 15 million Americans will begin to lose their health coverage. The reason is that after three years of the CV-19 public health emergency, the shield of continuous coverage offered by Medicaid and the Children's Health Insurance Program, CHIP, will end. 
Once the state of emergency expires, regular income requirements and restrictions will apply. This will disqualify millions who've benefited from congressional legislation passed in 2020, preventing disenrollment for the duration of the pandemic. Healthcare administrators are already bracing for the fallout at the as the end looms large. So unless for some reason they extend it, which if they do, that means that they can't they'd have they have to continue Title 42. It's going to be the fit hitting the shan on January 11th. Now, folks, I've, I don't know how about you folks, but uh, when I looked, I was actually quite surprised to find out that my uh, insurance premiums for my family of six have not increased in 2022 uh, over uh, the past year. But as I looked at some of the coverages and, and uh, lines there, uh, I'm essentially paying more. And here's why. I'm essentially paying the same, but my deductibles went up slightly and some of the uh, the coverage um, has uh, decreased to the point where I have certain follow-up things I have to do. Now that I'm in my 40s, there's certain procedures that they, they want to do for screening or what have you. And I want these things done. But some of these things that were covered under certain portions are no longer covered and what have you. So I essentially... As many of you folks, I'm I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir. You have degraded, worst uh, coverage, but you have the honor, you have the privilege of paying more or the same as you did previously for said diminished coverage. Speaking of diminishing, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve fell to its lowest level since 1983 since Reagan was in office, as oil and gas prices once again started to rise over this last week. The Biden administration has tapped over 240 million barrels from the SPR, Strategic Petroleum Reserve, this year to lower domestic gas prices, which have been rising since uh, Joey was installed. By the way, a lot of this oil is finding itself where it shouldn't in uh, Asia and China, but that's a seminar for another time. Joe Biden first announced his plan to release oil from the National Reserve on an emergency basis on November 23, 2021, as part of a major effort to moderate the price of oil and lower prices at the average corner gas station. The SPR was established when Congress passed the Energy Policy and Conservation Act back during the 73 oil embargo for emergency shortages, active terrorism, and natural disasters. Following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Biden ordered the release in March of the first 30 million barrels out of the 180 million initially intended to be tapped from the SPR in 2022. Now, of course, Republicans and other analysts in the energy space have been critical of the plan, arguing that it does little to lower gas prices and makes the United States more vulnerable to major supply disruptions in the future. All by design, folks. We have less reserves. They wouldn't let uh, Trump refill the reserves when the prices were really low. Isn't that something? All by design, folks. Make us subject to OPEC and other foreign forces when we should be energy, 100% 100 energy independent like we were under President Trump. Nothing much more to say there except that the emergency oil stockpile, which is managed by the mismanaged Department of Energy, tumbled to 375 million barrels uh, as of a couple days before Christmas. And that's the lowest it's been since 1983, December 30th, uh, 1983 to be exact, when it reached 378.3 million barrels. Nothing to see here, folks. But guess what? That's not the only thing that's tumbling. 
Stocks uh, stumbled. The, the, the markets closed for the year. Today was the last trading day. And it, it's the, the markets saw the worst annual drop since 2008. Stock markets were wrapping up their worst performance in years on Friday before heading into 2023 under recession fears following high inflation and rising interest rates. European indices closed their final sessions of the year in the red. Wall Street headed in a similar finish. Frankfurt was down 12%. Paris was down 9.5%. London was up 0.9% because of the higher uh, energy prices. So that helped uh, the, uh, the energy sector get buoyed a little bit. And Wall Street faced its worst annual drop since 2008 with the S&P 500 index down 20% and the tech-heavy NASDAQ losing 30% in the final hours of trading of the year. Another big loser, um, I love how Breitbart put, put it, bad luck Zuck, the metaverse uh, is tumbling. Uh, Facebook was so worried about canceling people and being woke that they missed everything. Facebook was on fire. They were on top. They lost relevancy to the Chinese uh, spy app known as TikTok. They lost uh, a lot. And so uh, Zuckerberg goes, oh, we'll go in this metaverse thing. Yeah, uh, VR, virtual reality headsets. Well, Zuckerberg and the metaverse, meta, Facebook, is facing a troubling uh, future. Worldwide shipments of VR headsets and augmented reality devices dropped more than 12% in 2022. They're supposed to be going up. They went down. Zuckerberg, you suck. And you and your crappy company that canceled me for no reason deserve everything that you get. All right, folks. Uh, By the way, if you're not aware, we have a second YouTube channel on here called the BCP Report, where my oldest daughter, Juniorette, recently married uh, in her early 20s, adult in college, is giving you daily reports. Please check it out. The link is down below, or you can go to bcpreport.com, and it'll take you to that YouTube channel. Uh, We have another show called BCP Unfiltered, where I can report and analyze and look at news items that are just too... uh, controversial or not allowed on this platform. We're not talking about things that are, we're not talking about any sexy time stuff or hanky-panky or anything pornographic of of that sort. You should know that's not how we roll around here. Um, I come from a Christian household with a Christian upbringing. Uh, We don't delve in that filth. But we do delve in topics that this platform doesn't want us to cover. And I would say um, when when you're watching this show, if you don't tune into our other show, you're getting about 90% of BCP, okay? But there's an important 10% that I just can't present to you here. It's over there. I want you to check it out. So what I'm doing for the uh, holiday weekend, uh, starting very shortly and through the first of the year, I'm going to make all of the... We, we, over there, we have content that's both exclusive and non-exclusive. You go over to the realbcp.com, you join our locals community for free, and I put exclusive and non-exclusive content on there. There's some stuff that's on on there for paid supporters, and there's stuff on there for everyone to see. I would highly suggest that you go over and check out therealbcp.com. What I'm going to be doing is over at therealbcp.com, I am going to make everything recently, whether exclusive or non-exclusive content, uh, freely available for for everyone. So you can go over there, see the kind of reporting that 
uh, I'm doing over there, the kind of uh, programming that we're producing for our show, uh, BCP Unfiltered. And then you can decide in the, in the new year if you want to support us. Because unfortunately, this is how things are. Daily Caller, Blaze.com, uh, and many of your favorite conservative, libertarian, and free-thinking uh, content creators are stifled, are shadow banned, are put in a little box uh, by big tech. And if you want the whole story, um, it's uh, it, it, it sometimes often takes, like in the case of The Blaze, Daily Caller, and others, it takes your monetary support to help us produce that content. So if you want to uh, check it out, please go over to therealbcp.com. Uh, about the time that you see this video, you'll be able to go over there and all of our recent content uh, will be available. And then over at bcpextras.com on Patreon, uh, all Patreon uh, supporters at all level will have access to all of our content over the holiday weekend. My thought is you go over there, check it out. If you like what we're doing over there, you'll see the value in it and support us. So uh, free trial, if you will. Appreciate uh, your support. Okay, folks, um, this is really, really awesome. Um, Jim Jordan is one of my favorite people in the legislature. I, I, I have a list of people that I want to interview and or speak to, even if I don't have them on the show. Uh, <clears throat> hint, in 2023, I'm finally going to do lots of things that we had planned to do going into 2020 and 2021 and 2020 that I just put off because of the, the pandemic and other things. We're going to be doing, uh, I, I am going to be interviewing people uh, for our other show uh, in 2023. I will start interviewing people and having segments uh, for our podcast for BCP Unfiltered. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be something new for me. And I have a list of people um, and it's going to be a very, lots of very topics, by the way not just politics, uh, as we go into 2023 under this Marxist rule, uh, there are certain things that I think should be discussed to prepare people for some of the impending changes that, uh, that are coming down the pike financially, socially, etc. And we're going to be exploring those things uh, in the coming year. I'm excited about it. Something new in it, and things that are new are exciting. One of the people that I have on my list, I don't think I'm going to necessarily get him. I'm not trying to be negative. I, I, I have a lot of uh, faith and I believe in uh, setting big goals. It's not an immediate goal I have, but a goal I do have is meeting and speaking with Jim Jordan. He's one of my favorite people in the legislature. And what he has done uh, right now single-handedly is pretty amazing. Uh, he has stopped a Obama cover-up just about single-handedly. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives has abandoned its plans to destroy gun-running evidence from Operation Fast and Furious. News that the ATF planned to destroy Fast and Furious firearms emerged in early December, and on December 6, 2022, House Judiciary Ranking Member Jim Jordan sent a letter urging the ATF to reverse course. Now, Jim Jordan wrote this letter and directed it to the ATF director, Steve Dettelbach. And this is what part of the letter says, quote, although the ATF apparently intends to forget its dangerous misconduct in Operation Fast and Furious, the scandal is still a matter of public concern. In fact, early this year, prosecutors in Mexico, that's Mexico for my non-Spanish speaking uh, brothers and sisters, 
or those of you who don't live in the Southwest or in the border states, or even gabachos, gringos, white, uh, my white brothers and sisters also say often Mexico. Prosecutors in Mexico, we're having fun here, folks. It's the end of the year. Is it okay? Is it okay that I deliver the news with a little bit of lightheartedness? 2023, look, it's going to be a sucky year in a lot of things. Inflation's out of uh, control. We still have the uh, the installed former VP uh, and his VP is uh, lacking in, um, in IQ. Um, we're not getting justice in places like the neighboring state to California, just east of California. We are seeing, I mean, our, our, my Brazilian brothers and sisters have been hammered. They lost in the World Cup. Uh, Bolsonaro has given up and Pele died yesterday. So going in 2023, expect the same biting delivery and reporting, but probably with a little bit more lightheartedness to be able to survive the dark times coming ahead. And yes, I'm aware it gets darker before uh, the sun rises. And generally, we have dark times before we have uh, very important victories. So psychologically, I'm in it for the long haul. Make sure that you plug into me here and our other show. I will navigate you through the mire. But I will do so with a smile and probably a little bit more sarcasm, sardonic, biting uh, levity, if you will. Let me get back to this. Earlier this year, prosecutors in Mexico charged seven individuals with with crimes related to Operation Fast and Furious, including Mexico's former top police official and a former Mexican federal police commander. Given the potential for ongoing criminal and possible civil actions, it is not in the interest of justice for the ATF to destroy potential evidence associated with Operation Fast and Furious. I request that you immediately take steps to preserve all evidence... associated with Operation Fast and Furious, and confirm in writing what you ha- what, that you have done so. Okay? Now, today, Friday, Breitbart checked in with Jim Jordan, and his office indicated that the ATF had responded to Jordan by letting him know they would not destroy the firearms. The House Judiciary GOP responded to the ATF's reversal by tweeting, the agency reversed course and informed us that it will now preserve the evidence related to the Obama-Biden scandal. Jordan noted that the continued existence of the evidence is paramount as there is still ongoing litigation in Mexico concerning Fast and Furious. Moreover, Jordan pointed out that the gun running scheme failed to result in the arrest of drug cartel leaders, which was a ubiquitous goal of the operation, and it resulted in the death of Border Patrol agent Brian Terry. So um, there we have it. There we have it. Jim Jordan just about single-handedly stopping a cover-up of the Obama-Biden, a.k.a. the first two terms of O'Biden and their drug, uh, their gun-running scheme. Crazy. Also, we found out, um, or it was uh, confirmed, I should say, from the January 6th committee. Check this out. Let me just read you part of the text from the January 6th committee. And this has to do with... Uh, our friend who isn't arrested, Ray Epps. Okay, page 60 of the report and transcript from the January 6th committee. The question was asked, so it looks like around 9 a.m., and this is this is a questioning of Ray Epps, okay? 
So it looks like around 9 a.m. your nephew texts you, you and Jim be safe. And then at 2.12 p.m. on January 6th, you text back, I was in the front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. This is the same exact time of the video that I just played. Help us understand this text. What do you mean by orchestrate? What did you orchestrate? The January 6th committee in these transcripts that are now being released read a text message from Ray Epps in which he says that he was in the very front and he orchestrated it. Here is the answer. I just meant that I got, you have to understand relationship, uncle, nephew, we hunt together. We have fun with each other. Or it says, actually, it says we fun with each other. We do that kind of stuff. What I meant by orchestrate, I helped get people there. And yet we have these transcripts but really weird. Uh, Ray Epps is still a free man. He was uh, totally ignored in the final report, yet we're seeing from his transcripts that they interviewed him and they have his text messages, which we knew we had this conversation. Um, this, this was uh, revealed a while ago, this conversation, but we have it now in the transcripts that he admitted that yes, he was in front and he orchestrated it. We've seen the videos of his actually hurling signs and being physical. Yet, Adam Kinzinger and others get all teary-eyed because we are going after and want to know why Ray Epps is still a free man and wasn't even mentioned and pretty much ignored in the final report from the January 6th committee. It was there in writing, folks, in the transcript. But of course, you're not supposed to see it because he's a fed and the whole thing was a setup. Uh, do not be surprised if this platform has a WikiLeaks article below this clarifying what the January 6th committee is and what the January 6th riot insurrection really was about. Because we all know that uh, Wikipedia is a very non-biased, accurate source of information. I told you we'd be a lot more biting, sardonic, sarcastic, and bring a little more levity in this in these reports going forward. Okay, here we have from the uh, Wall Street Journal. This is the Wall Street Journal today, as of uh, about an hour ago, at the, time, at the time I'm recording this. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried is likely to plead not guilty to fraud and other charges at his arraignment next week. The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York earlier this month charged Mr. Bankman-Fried with engaging in criminal conduct that contributed to the cryptocurrency exchange's collapse, alleging that he oversaw one of the biggest financial frauds in American history. Mr. Bankman-Fried is likely to appear in person in New York to enter his plea on January 3rd. Before his arrest, Mr. Bankman-Fried blamed the loss of customer funds on sloppy record-keeping and a bank account issue that allowed Alameda Research, an affiliated trading firm, to cover large losses with money destined for FTX. His not guilty plea is widely expected and was widely expected. Now, of course, uh, Sammy Boy here stands as odds with his uh, girlfriend and one of his uh, harem members, Caroline Eliason, the former chief executive of Alameda, Alameda Research, and Gary Wang, FTX's former uh, CTO, chief technology officer, who both pleaded guilty criminal offense to two criminal offenses uh, similar to Mr. Sam Bankman-Fried, uh, but they're cooperating with, with federal investigators. 
let's see how easily Sam, I gave a billion dollars to the Democrats, gets off on all of this. Um, they have search warrants on the Idaho killer suspect, or Brian Koberger, and they have raided his Pullman, Washington uh, apartment. By the way, the 28-year-old, as I reported earlier, was arrested in Pennsylvania's Pocono Mountains. He is a PhD student at the Department of Criminal Justice and Criminology at Washington State University. Perhaps he was trying to see if he could get away with a murder. That would make, and I don't mean to be make light of this, but in a criminal mind, what better way to prove that, uh, that you are a master of criminology than trying to get away with a crime? I was going to say that would make a hell of a uh, doctrinal, uh, uh, your doctrinal uh, thesis, but that joke would be in poor taste, so I didn't make it. And there you have it, folks. There you have it. Oh, let me give you the latest on the Andrew Tate uh, and the arrest of his brother. Um, it's been reported that uh, law enforcement officials yesterday in Romania, in, in Romania, Romania, a country I almost went to uh, back in November during my uh, seven-week, 13-country uh, budget tour of Europe. And when I say budget, folks, I'm talking about $27 flights. That's how, that's how I went to Gdansk, Poland. I was looking, and, and it turns out that from Venice, we could take a $27 flight to Gdansk, Poland. So that's where we went. Let me know. I, I'm going to make this video for you because I promised I will. It won't be on this channel. It'll be on the BCB Report. How to travel to Europe, in Europe, um, on a budget. Mrs. BCP and myself literally did that for seven weeks. So I'll share that with you. Very, very shortly, by the way. It'll be on the BCB Report, our sister channel. Make sure that you subscribe. All right, so it turns out that um, it's being reported that uh, Romanian officials have confirmed that Andrew Tate wasn't arrested on human trafficking charges, but he is being questioned for money laundering. Uh, also, there it's coming out of Romania that Tristan, his brother, has been released while Andrew remains in police custody and is being further investigated. Uh, it does appear, though, that there uh, there are there are validity to the reports that uh, Andrew Tate is being investigated uh, for the previous allegations because it is the Directorate for Investigating Organized Crime and Terrorism that is looking into Andrew Tate, and they look into things like organized crime, exploiting women, uh, etc. So the latest news is his brother's been released. He's still under questioning. And it has to do with money laundering, perhaps in addition to the other previously reported charges of uh, violation of a woman uh, and, and uh, trafficking uh, for making pornographic content. That's the latest. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. And uh, we will be doing reports throughout the weekend, at least one or two. Please go over to therealbcp.com. And check out all of our content, our most recent content, to see if you like what we're doing over there. Until the next one, ciao, goodbye. God bless. Thanks for joining us on Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on that notifications bell so you don't miss a thing.